This episode of the Bubble Lounge is brought to you by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Visit her website at kathylwall.com and insure the things that matter. And Alto, the better way to ride share. Safe, clean, consistent. Send a text message to 474747 with the word bubble and receive $25 credit towards your first two rides. Alto, everything modern transportation should be. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today's topic is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is in two days. Or as you people in Dallas say it, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a different emphasis. How do you say it in New York? Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. That's Not a big difference. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you feeling thankful this Thanksgiving? I actually am. I, I'm, I'm, I love Thanksgiving, actually, and I feel like it's the lost holiday. Yeah, you're right, because as soon as Halloween's over, people have been turning on their Christmas lights already, and that I just don't think that's right. You should officially have to wait until after Christmas, I mean, until after Thanksgiving to turn your lights on. I agree with you, but I fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> did you do it? I did. Oh, my god! I'm going to explain. Yeah, please What we do. did was my mother-in-law's 90th birthday party was at our house uh-huh. just after Thanksgiving. And so... After Halloween. After Halloween. Sorry. <laughs> and so what we did was we had the white lights put up on our columns. Uh-huh. So it doesn't look Christmassy. It, I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. We didn't hang anything red and green or anything like that. And so then I got big white flowers and white pumpkins. That and I put them pretty. out. So I thought, oh, it's Thanksgiving-y. But we're kind of infested. We're doing what I hate that the grocery does, which is basically it's like when you put up the tree and you put October things on it. You know, we're doing the same thing. Yeah. The cowboy hat on top and then they switched it to Halloween, <laughs> to Christmas, to Thanksgiving. Exactly. It's like an all-encompassing tree. <laughs> yeah. So I actually really like Thanksgiving, too, because, you know, all you have to worry about is getting food on the table and everyone in place, all the family in town. Whereas in Christmas, you're running around buying all sorts of gifts and there's just some, so many more parties. Like there's never a Thanksgiving party. You're right. There isn't. <laughs> so I actually like it because I think it's a lot easier and you get together with your family before Christmas. So guys, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to give you all kinds of ideas and tips on how to handle the holiday of Thanksgiving. But before we do, take out your phone right now and text 313131 with the word bubble and we'll send you weekly updates of when our shows come out. And now it's time for crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities from our good friend and sponsor, Kathy Wall. State Farm Agency. Kathy, what have you got? Have you ever tried to sell a house that just caught on fire? Well, I have a crazy insurance claim story for you. A woman I know had packed up her house for a move to her new home and was getting her house ready for sale that next week. As she busily prepared to get to work, she put a bagel in a microwave for her daughter. She rushed off to put on her makeup. However, when she set the microwave timer on, it was not 30 seconds, like she thought, but for 30 minutes. It was only after she started smelling smoke that she realized her mistake. As she rushed to the kitchen to grab the fire extinguisher, she realized it was nowhere to be found. Why? It was neatly packed away. Luckily, she was able to snuff out the flames, but the smoke damage had already been done. All of this less than one week before she was 
able to sell her house. Needless to say, always have your fire extinguisher handy. You never know when you will need it most. That's why when we write a homeowner's policy, we always want to make sure you're protected. Because the last thing you want is to have a smoke-filled home, regardless of when you want to sell it. Well, at least the house didn't end up like the bagel. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. So it's Thanksgiving in two days. Nellie, are you hosting again? Do you have everyone coming in town? What's up? Yes, I am hosting again, and my siblings are coming in with all their kids, and I'm really excited about it. Because, you know, having lost my parents, it's it's really meaningful to me to have everybody in the same oh, house. yeah. It's so important to get the family together, even when you lose certain people. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 that was a little inappropriate, Martha. <laughs> certain people, whatever. <laughs> um, no, so my big thing is, how do you keep people entertained? Because no matter what, when you have that many people in a house, <laughs> and it's not like our house is a mansion, you know, <laughs> you have that many people in a house, it's going to be a little nutty. There's going to be some trouble to be found somewhere in there. There is. And I think the key is keep everybody busy, have plans. I agree. Like I would start the day off doing the turkey trot and it starts at 9am. So you do have to get up early. Mm-hmm. It's usually pretty chilly out there. It meets at Dallas City Hall and like hundreds and hundreds of people do. And I think it's a good way to start the day because you can kind of take the edge off by running and get some of the stress out. Does your whole family do it? We've never done it. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I have have friends whose families have done it and they swear by it. They love getting up early and they love going for a run before the big meal. Exactly, because it's a good excuse to eat more. Yeah. And you know what I like to do. I like to do the bike ride. I borrow bikes from all my neighbors (laughs) and we put all my family on bicycles and we, we... Ride three miles to Ice House uh-huh. and three miles back. Oh, that's good. So you get the exercise in, but you can go to Ice House and stop and have a cocktail, and they are open on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. And you probably have the whole trail to yourself, which is really you fun. You kind of do. It's really quiet. I'm sure there's not too many people out there. Yeah. It's quiet. But again, I just always feel good if I do something on Thanksgiving or Christmas sure. prior to just eating and stuffing my face and yeah. drinking. Yeah. So Martha, what about you? What are your plans for Thanksgiving? Well, you know, we always say our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall, guess whose house I'm going to? Kathy Walls? I'm going to Kathy Walls. Oh, great. Yeah, her husband loves to cook. Well, they both do, but he is frying a turkey this year, which I've never had a fried turkey, so I'm really excited. And she has her daughter and her husband and several other people coming. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to watch football and eat. And she said we're going to take pictures and turkey hats. So that should be interesting. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of the movie The Blind Side. Yeah. Did you see the movie The Blind Side? No. Well, I like when they have Thanksgiving because it really is that kind of, that kind of, we're watching football and we're eating our turkey. And I guess that's a real American Thanksgiving. We didn't really do that growing up. That wasn't our Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. We always had football on. In fact, I would say, that's a really good way to help with the stress is turn on that football game. Everyone starts gathering around and sitting down and watching the football game. And if they're yelling at the TV, they don't have time to be yelling at each other. 
That's true. And <laughs> another idea, which I just did at my mother-in-law's 90th birthday party, was when I started to notice people were just, the party was really going to go on a long time. I just took a big glass of wine after cleaning up. I cleaned up a lot. Uh-huh. Took a big glass of wine. I went upstairs and I watched SNL by myself. Oh my gosh. That's, that's <laughs> so, a really good way to so, avoid everyone. Is, so having escape routes, <laughs> saying doing the Irish goodbye, <laughs> the always Irish a good goodbye. idea. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Well, I would also just like have an exit strategy, like have it kind of pre-planned beforehand, something that you need to do. If if you're in a situation where you think you're going to want to leave earlier, kind of cut out and avoid that awkwardness of trying to make something up, just like kind of have a, I'm going to go meet my neighbors. I've got some friends coming over, make up something and have an exit strategy. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> I, I can do this. I can say, oh my gosh, I have to go to my friend Martha's and help her with something with her turkey <laughs> that she's not making and go over and have a cocktail and then go back. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's perfect. But you know, you mentioned cocktails. Actually, I would say be careful about drinking. If you have a tense family situation, that is like, don't drink too much because that can aggravate things because then you start feeling brave and you start speaking your mind and really letting that brother know what you felt about him all these years. (laughs) So just be careful. If you do it, do it in moderation. Well, one of my favorite tricks, and I did it at my mother-in-law's party. One of my favorite favorite tricks is my cocktail napkins that always say something funny. (laughs) So the champagne glasses, the champagne was spilling all over the place Mm -hmm. because we use plastic ones for that. And so I ran around with my napkins that say, to Chris's family that say Biden 2020. And I tried to hand him out and everybody refused them. They were like, I'm not taking that. I'm like, what? What? What's the big deal? But my favorite napkins are forced family fun that I uh-huh. get in the Hamptons. And That's I love so to funny. serve those. I think that makes everybody laugh when you're having a family yeah, event. It kind of breaks the ice. It does. It kind of lessens up the tension. Yes. What else? What else do you do? Here's what I would recommend is kind of be prepared to deflect hot topics. Like for example, when I was younger, my grandmother would always ask me if I had a boyfriend and I never did. And I would get so much anxiety leading up to going to her house for Thanksgiving because I knew one of the first things she was going to say is, Martha, do you have a boyfriend? (laughs) And so I actually got to the point where I just made up this really amazing boyfriend that I had. I mean, he was like the man of my dreams. If I had ever actually found him, then that would have been That's hilarious. So maybe what I should do, well, I'm I'm, going to have my family in town, so it's okay. It's going to be predominantly Democrats around the table. But uh, maybe what I should start doing if a political conversation comes up in uncomfortable situations is make up my own Republican persona. <laughs> and I should be like, God bless Trump. Make America great again. I should just have a character and play it. Because <laughs> I, I don't care really about politics. Well, I think you'd be guaranteed to stir up some trouble if you did that. <laughs> you know, the big election's coming next year, and it is going to be a topic that a lot of people want to address on Thanksgiving, but I would avoid it. Yeah. So what's what? What are you going to say? What's your boyfriend escape route for? for <laughs> I, I need to go visit my boyfriend now. <laughs> exactly. Or start talking like about sex or something. Oh really. my gosh. <laughs> so then people are like, oh, and then the conversation drops. <laughs> yeah, that um, special ointment that you need for your <laughs> rash. Yes. <laughs> need to go pick up my prescription. Yeah, that would definitely shut things down. <laughs> Enjoy your meal. <laughs> <laughs> bon appetit. Exactly. So like also clearing the table and doing the dishes. I know that cleaning up is always a big chore on the holidays. Mm-hmm. And if you're just like start clearing the table, then you can avoid being part of that conversation. That's true. And I'm sure that the host would love you for helping out. Well, it used to be that you could go into the kitchen and kind of be making stuff uh-huh. and avoid family. But now everybody has an open kitchen. 
I know. So you can't do that anymore. You can't go in the kitchen. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what kind of kitchen you have, how big your house is, how small it is, no matter what kind of layout. Everyone gathers in the kitchen. Everybody goes Isn't to the that kitchen. Weird? I've and seen I, it happen I at your house. Out. I've seen yes. it happen at your house. And I have, <laughs> I have heard you say, get, get out. out here, which made me laugh. Is, I mean, you have to get, you can't work in I'm there. like, you can't be in here while I'm making your meal. Get mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that is. There's, there's some psychology there, but I don't know what it is. So Nellie, I know you have a big family, a lot of people coming in town. How do you plan to keep everyone entertained besides that big six mile round trip bike ride? Well, first of all, I have sort of an independent family and everybody's pretty athletic. So I guarantee you people in the morning will do their own thing, Uh which I think is great. You know, it's not like people will be sitting in the kitchen staring at me with a cup of coffee going, what's next? (laughs) But I also like to plan activities. Like I think going to the presidential library because it's close by and we can walk. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do that on Thanksgiving weekend because it yeah. isn't all about the meal because right. the meal doesn't take that long. And it isn't all about Thanksgiving Day. It's also about what are you going to do on Friday mm-hmm. when you're entertaining yeah, people? Yeah, you have a so, couple more days to yeah. work with. Now, does everyone stay at your house? Everybody's staying at my house except for my two nephews I'm putting in a hotel room. Okay. Just because they're big and <laughs> they take up a lot of space. <laughs> I can't, like, I can put my two sisters in a room together, you know, mm-hmm. and then my brother has three kids and his wife, so they need two rooms. So we'll do it that way. And I, I have a rule. Like, we have a, a library downstairs that has a separate bathroom uh-huh. and somebody can stay in it. Or people will say, oh, I'll just sleep on the couch. And I say, no. <laughs> no, because that's where you're gathering. Like, you don't yeah. want somebody there who, what if people are staying up late or people are getting up early? I just mm-hmm. don't like that. I and feel it, like you need the living space clean. Yeah, because they have their bedding all over the place and yeah. their pillows. And yeah, I don't like that. Who knows? What else? Mm-hmm. I think it's good to do like a team activity, like build a puzzle. That's always fun. Okay, I'm not coming to your house ever for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that sounds so boring. <laughs> actually, that was Sean's idea one year. Okay. So I, I actually shouldn't take credit for that. <laughs> Let's build a puzzle. Everybody in my family would be like outside, I don't know, smoking a cigarette or making a puzzle. Not that they smoke. I'm just saying they'd, be like, they'd start to smoke just to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was younger, my cousins and I would go outside and play football. And that was always fun. That, that actually is fun. It's not a puzzle. But anything, like break into teams and do Just Dance or something on TV, like something that gets you active. I think well, you is- can do fun games like Pictionary. I, yeah. I think a game like Pictionary is great because okay, you can separate into fun. teams and, <laughs> and it's active uh-huh. and people get competitive in a fun way. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So guys, we're going to take a short break and you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Alto. When we get back, we have a, some great ideas about what we like to serve and what we like to cook on Thanksgiving and special recipes. So stay tuned. Martha, you know my home away from home is the airport, right? Yes, it is. I I travel every week, and I'm really already worried about Thanksgiving travel because you know it's a big, giant hassle as it is, right? Definitely. So there's no way I'm driving to the airport. There's going to be no parking at Love Field or DFW, so I am calling Alto. That's why we use Alto, too, especially for the airport. They have great trunk space. They have enough room for six people in the car. It just alleviates so much stress. It really does. It's convenient. It's easy. And here's a tip. Call Alto when you land, and your car will be waiting for you when you walk out the door. They will wait for you as long as you need to. So if you get hung up at baggage claim, they'll still be there waiting for you. So guys, if you're traveling, just call our friends at Alto and take the stress away from the holidays. So I'd like you to take out your phone right now and send a text to 474747 with the keyword bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E and get $25 off your first two rides with Alto. Alto, reach your destination on your terms. Welcome back from the break. So now we're going to talk about our favorite foods and what we like to serve. And 
Over the break, Nellie mentioned that she likes to serve turduncan, and I actually don't even know. <laughs> did I say that wrong? I don't even know what it is, how to say it. Nellie, tell us what the heck I it did is. not say I like to serve turduncan, <laughs> but I will tell you that I already see it in the grocery stores, and it's basically, for, by my description, it's like it's like a turkey with a chicken on its shoulders and a, and a duck shoved up its butt. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> it's, some, it's some sort of weird combination where they take three of them and shove it up inside of one of them. And like you cut it open and another's in there. I don't know. I have never tried that and I'm not going to. Please, but I just saw it at Central that. Market. Please make that. And send me a picture. That sounds not so good. But like no. whenever you see turkeys being prepared, they really are gross because you do shove an awful lot of stuff up its but and it's yes. really gross. And they look like babies. Like, I mean, a oh turkey does really look like a baby. Yeah, and then, the then you tie its legs together with a string. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty. And you put it in the oven. And here's, here's a really funny word that I learned a couple of years ago. Spatchcock. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> it's when you butterfly poultry and like cut it down the middle and split it open like a butterfly shrimp, basically. Sp- Chris did that before. I just love it's that word. It's called what? Spatchcock. Okay. <laughs> sounds, sounds bad, doesn't it? It does. Anyways, I, I just love Spatchcock. that word. I've never done it. But Spatchcock. You have to say it with a British accent. <laughs> sounds fancy. Uh, so what else are you going to serve? I mean, oh, well, I, I mean, love what are the you going to serve? I love the sides. And, you know, I'm going to have everybody make something. And I think that's fun. It's another activity to keep everybody entertained. Like I like roasted Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. with craisins. I think it's right. delicious. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of sweet on top of the Brussels sprouts. I love mashed sweet potatoes instead of regular mashed potatoes. I think they're healthier for you. I do not like any of the old timey recipes that people bring (laughs) that are like, like Chris likes to make this one thing and he'll make it for sure. It's like a green bean casserole mm-hmm. with mushroom soup and oh, the cr- yeah. those crunchy onion oh, yeah. things on top. Everybody Ew. brings that. Like, I don't like there's that. Always one in every crowd. I don't like. I'd rather just have green beans, like you know, <laughs> steamed green beans. I know they're so overdone. Well, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned sweet potatoes, and mm-hmm. Sean makes this really amazing recipe every year. It has so much heavy whipped cream, and it has parmesan. It's not healthy by any means, but mm-hmm. it is so good. Is it like a casserole? Yeah, kind of. Does it have marshmallows on it? No, no marshmallows. All right, then I might try <laughs> then it. Then you're in. <laughs> it doesn't have a marshmallow on a vegetable. I will try it. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> the, you can always count on the green beans with the crunchy stuff and the sweet potatoes with marshmallows next to it. I didn't think about this, but my husband's on a keto diet. I yeah. can only imagine how much fat we're going to eat for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, surely he'll let up for the one day. No, he'll, he can eat all the skin off the turkey. That's, that's what he can Ooh, do for dinner. <laughs> well, another fun thing is Sean and Alexis for many years made this really good apple pie. Like, I don't even like apple pie, but there's like, I don't know, four different varieties of apples in it. They're, they're in there chopping up and peeling apples like all day long. But the end result is so good. Well, and I, the idea of mixing apple flavors, mm-hmm. I interviewed Curtis Stone and then we went to this beautiful dinner right. out on a farm. And the best thing that he made was the squash. And he took three different, because I asked him, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. And he said he took three different kinds of squash and he, you know, he baked them and mm-hmm. then he mushed them together. Hmm. And he added in pumpkin seeds and it was delicious. Like oh crunchy, crunchy nuts taste delicious in something like sweet potatoes or squash. I didn't even know that there's three different kind of squash. There's mm-hmm. butternut squash. There's the 
whatever you call it. You always see it in the grocery store. I, just, I don't know what you And I wonder what the third one the, was. What do you call it? Squash. <laughs> the other, what do you call it? Squash. And... <laughs> well, it sounds delicious. Maybe he can make that for you guys on okay. Thanksgiving. So let's just say someone shows up your house with the green bean casserole or the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows. How do you handle that? What are you going to do? Put it in the back of the buffet <laughs> table. <laughs> and then I usually, you know, I was raised like you were too, to like, you have to be polite. Mm-hmm. So I always take like a spoon, like a little tiny, like one right. bite and I put right. it on my plate so they can't say, why didn't you try my whatever casserole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like corn. I know the other one Chris's family makes is like scalloped corn. Yeah. Which isn't even, I don't even know what's in it. It's just, yeah. it's just loaded with so much. Whenever there's so many things you can't taste the vegetable, I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> Like butter and who knows what else. No, like 75 things. Like it's just too many things, too many flavors going on. Okay. So just take like a little spoonful. Hopefully other people will follow your lead. And so it at least looks like it's kind of picked over and people have. Yes. What do you do? What do you do in the house? (laughs) Um, Leave it in the refrigerator. Okay. Or the oven. Like, you know, somehow you just forget it. No, people remember. People always are like, where's my something? They're going to remember. So that's not going to work. Well, I'm going to (laughs) try. Yeah. I I think your plan is great. It's just like stick it back there in the back and hopefully people will take a little spoonful and no one will get their feelings hurt. (laughs) I actually think it's really important to just assign people things because everyone wants to help. Everyone says, what can I bring? And so you have your list of things to bring and neither green bean casserole or sweet potatoes with marshmallows is on that list. But if you say something like bring a vegetable, they're going <laughs> to no. bring marshmallows. Well, I think they that- are. They're going to bring they're gonna, It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think you need to know your audience. And if that's going to happen, you just have to have very specific, you know, here's the one I want you to make. Here's the recipe. Please make this one because it really a- accompanies my main dishes very well. Here's the recipe I want, to ma- want you to make. I'm so <laughs> thankful you're in my family, but don't bring your casserole. <laughs> don't show your creativity. Activity in the kitchen, exactly. whatever you do. <laughs> well, you can always assign desserts. That's Ooh. always a good idea because people like to make a pie on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can always assign a dessert. And you can't screw up a dessert too much. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Well, it's not pumpkin pie. I have never been a fan of that. I guess pecan pie is really good. I like pumpkin pie. If done well. I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. I really do. Do you? Yeah. That's, it's the only time I really eat it, but it's delicious and it tastes like the season. Yeah. It definitely smells like the season and I know a lot of people love it, but I just, I just don't feel like you should combine a vegetable in the format of a pie. I just don't think those two go together. It has to be chocolate and have like a lot of meringue on it. Well, you do know <laughs> that there's no, there's no pumpkin really in pumpkin pie. <laughs> Most people just buy this stuff in the can, the can, you know, and it really is just like, well, it's super sweet. It tastes like gingerbread almost. Well, surely there was a pumpkin involved in the canning, wasn't yes. there? <laughs> yes, but you would never know it. <laughs> well, somebody was talking at my gym the other day about pumpkin pie, and they were talking about making it with an actual pumpkin, and they said it's very time-consuming, but it tastes a lot better because, of course, it's a lot fresher. I tried that once, yeah, and it tasted like squash. <laughs> It did because it is squash. I mean, I really thought it was going to be so good. It's like squash. squash pie. So, Martha, I know you're going to Kathy's, and Kathy didn't invite me. But uh, <laughs> what are you going to bring? I think I'm going to bring butternut squash soup. I've been making that. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Talk about smelling like the season. It smells and tastes. It's it's like so fall and it's hearty. It really fills you up. Now, it takes a long time to make it because the butternut squashes are hard to peel and cut up. So it's time consuming. But once you get past that part, it's smooth sailing. It's pretty easy. That sounds delicious. Is there one thing you don't want to see on the table? (laughs) Kathy, I know you're listening. (laughs) 
canned cranberries. Okay. <laughs> my, my grandmother would serve that every Thanksgiving, and it was just fresh out of the can, and it made that funny sound, you know, whoop, the vacuum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't exactly. Like the sound. jelly coming out. Yeah. Whoop. I know yeah, you're talking about. Like vacuum yeah. sealed suction noise, and she just put it right down on the plate just like that with all the little grooves from the can in it. Which were, which were really nice guidelines to slice it with, I guess. Yes, exactly. It's gross. <laughs> well, sometimes we bulk tradition and we do filet mignon. Oh, wow. I forget what it's called. Like I'm a long, to your What do you house. call it, Sean? What do you call that thing? It's like a long filet mignon. I, I call it tenderloin. I call it the filet mignon log, but it is tenderloin. <laughs> it sounds much better than the filet the mignon log. log. <laughs> And I think that's kind of a nice thing to do because it's different. Really it's still nice. fancy and it's very much a holiday thing. Um, so I'm going to work that into my exit strategy from Kathy's house. I I need to go check on Nellie's meat log and see how that's going because that sounds really good. <laughs> that sounds better than fried meat turkey. Log. <laughs> okay. So speaking of meat, the thing that I don't want to see on the table, other than the other ones I've mentioned, I mentioned a lot, <laughs> is mincemeat pie. Oh, gross. Mincemeat pie, the idea of that to me, I have no understanding. What is mincemeat? Like what is in there? I don't know, but I will tell you that all I can think of when I think of that is my sister vomiting after eating it at Thanksgiving at somebody else's house. (laughs) Wow. Well, I just picture it being like all the scraps from the meat that you cook, like your turkey, your meat log, and Nellie's case, (laughs) ham, like all swirled together and mixed together in the pie. (laughs) And then throw some sugar in it and... Call it a pie. Bake it up in a pie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of high maintenance. Like we're both saying how many, a lot of things that we don't want to see on our table. Hopefully (laughs) our guests are listening. (laughs) It'll probably be the last time they come. (laughs) Exactly. So guys, whatever you're going to avoid at Thanksgiving, (laughs) whether it's political talk or family members or weird side dishes, cranberries (laughs) with, you know, lines in them. We just, Martha and I really want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving Enjoy it, and thank you for listening. And enjoy your family. This has been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>